and welcome to Thrive with Julia. And today, it's my great honor to have my dear friend Karen Halbo with me. Glad to be here. (laughs) (laughs) I've roped her in for this. I'm nervous to be here, but it's a good thing. Yes. (laughs) Um, And and what we're going to talk to you guys about today are some wonderful tools that Karen and I have been learning for many, many, many years from the playbook of Jnana Yoga. And a lot of people don't even know what jnana is, do they, Karen? No, when they you think, say jnana, they have no clue. Yeah, and they, yoga, they think, oh, you know, the stretching thing and all of that. Um, but actually, there are many branches of yoga, and jnana yoga is a big important part because it's yoga for the mind. Because we all get wrapped up here, don't we? Uh, terribly, terribly. <laughs> and, and if you look at other religions and other systems, it's the same concepts. Mm-hmm. It's different words. Exactly. And for me, yana yoga, she says, oh, we've been learning, we've been studying. No, no, Julia learned and went to India and then came back and taught people, and I'm one of those people. We've been doing this for, I don't know, at least 15 years now, though, a long time. So um, Karen's very adept as well and has used it in her life. Uh, to thrive right I mean it's all about thriving so we wanted Mm. to share a few bits and pieces today from from that Um, and first of all jnana spelt j-n-a-n-a I know it sounds weird Um, and it's the the word means wisdom so it's yoga to heal the mind just as hatha yoga is for healing the body Um, and in jnana what we use as a main tool is this thing called the witness and maybe Karen can explain a little bit about that well The witness is the part of you that remains when everything else is quiet. People who are meditating, they're just letting, if thoughts come in, you let them come in and you let them go. Well, what is letting come in? What is letting go? That's the witness. That's the internal part. And for many people, that's a part without words. And Yana teaches you to build that part up and come to love it and embrace it and as your most authentic self. Well, yeah, absolutely. And so people think that they are their thoughts and we are not our thoughts. And we know this because when we wake up in the morning and the mind is quiet, you're just waking up and you're in that sort of lovely zone, you don't just suddenly self-combust and disappear, do you? Because you're not thinking. I mean, you're still there. So this part of you that is always present and always aware, that is what's called the neutral witness. And it's, it's called many other things. Um, you could call it pure awareness. I'm sure the Buddhists who use, do a mindfulness practice have perhaps their own terminology. But um, yeah, this is the part, that, the part of us that we can use to help to change some of these renegade thoughts in our heads that drive us crazy. And we've all got them, right? Yes. <laughs> and so for some of us, it is a shorter drive than others. <laughs> yeah. I know you had this great um, metaphor you were telling me about about the council. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I was trying to explain Yana to a friend, and they immediately identified, oh, I've heard someone call that the committee in the head. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have a really mean thought to yourself. You know, you're always screwing up. This person is not happy with what you're doing and it's hard to stay on track and it's like don't let that part of the committee in your head run the show and they say pass the mic Mm -hmm. recognize oh I'm having you know I'm thinking things that are not helping me in this situation how can I move 
where my thoughts are and what's going on. And for some people, especially people who are more visual, it's helpful to think of, okay, that's the committee in the head and what's happening. Mm-hmm. Actually, Anne Lamont has a quote. She says that her mind is like a big city and sometimes at three in the morning, you don't want to be alone there. <laughs> <laughs> I can attest to my own mind being like that too a lot of the time. Yeah. And I think especially, you know, again, this last year and a half, there's been so many people struggling and having difficulty that, you know, we hope that these tools we're going to share today will be helpful for for everybody, but particularly if you've been having a little bit of a hard time. Um, Because as Karen said, you know, you need practice. You've got to practice having this capacity to observe your thoughts through this idea of witnessing yourself. Because quite honestly, if you can't do that, the thoughts will continue to run you like a robot and you will not change because you haven't reprogrammed yourself. So in a way, this is like a, a reprogramming, you know, a reboot of your brain and your mind. Well, and, so. and it's such a popular term in, in today for people to talk about mindfulness. Mm-hmm. And actually, it's kind of letting go of all the full and being in the peaceful center. Right. But they call it mindfulness, which I kind of find confusing. Right, it's sort of mind emptiness in a way, but yeah. that's okay. We, won't, we try not to confuse you all. Um, yeah, so I thought we could just move on to some more practical examples, and you can see how you know you might start to use these sorts of awarenesses to, to help you, right? Mm. And um, the first thing we'll discuss is complaints because oh my gosh I know I have complained to myself so much this year have you been a bit complainy this year too I've been very complainy yeah and and now there's this to me it's like step one okay you're complaining but step two is wait a minute I'm complaining if I'm doing my work and saying I just cannot stand this job well, I'm telling myself that, mm-hmm. and I will feel less tolerant of the job going forward. Mm-hmm. So that complaining is not helping me. No. And I know for me, if I'm, if I'm complaining and I'm caught up in it, I feel tense and uh, contracted, and my energy just spirals down. Do you yeah. find that too? Yeah. Well, I start to feel yeah. really hopeless and helpless. I don't yeah. like that feeling. And it's like, well, staying right. in complaint isn't going to help me. Well, the thing is, it often doesn't change anything, does it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm British. We love to complain about the weather. Oh, it's so darn hot this summer. Oh, it's pouring with rain and freezing cold. We'll complain no matter the weather. It's a British thing, believe me. Um, and it doesn't change the blooming weather, however much you complain. But what it does do is that, you know, in a way, grumpiness breeds grumpiness around other people. So everyone goes, oh, yeah, terrible weather we're having. And I notice this is spiraling down that happens where everyone's complaining together. Yeah. Was it company loves misery? Is that Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, misery loves company. Oh, Misery loves, <laughs> misery loves company. Okay, yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, have you guys felt that way a little bit? I'm, I'm curious. But so many of us have had so many challenges this year with isolation and maybe working from home and with kids, who knows what. And it is so easy to drop into that complaining mind um, when perhaps it isn't going to change a lot. So what you can change is your thought. Yeah. How you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm gathering more people have this experience. My biggest complaint is that by working from home, 
my office and the snack room are too close. <laughs> <laughs> and I swear sometimes I feel so closed in and bad from the complaining yeah. that I'm going to food just to yes. feel better. And if I had a different tool to feel better, then I could make a different choice. Yeah, right? Well, the good news is we're going to rope in that neutral witness here. And again, the first thing is to catch that complaint. You know how suddenly you will suddenly have a thought and remember where you where you put something you'd lost, or um, or you suddenly just catch yourself having a real negative judgment, perhaps about someone else, and you go, "Ooh, I, I you know I don't want to be that judgy person, but I noticed I just had that thought." Well, that's the neutral witness. So you all already do this. Everybody does it. Yeah. And so you just got to sort of practice using this muscle a little bit more. And I, I find um, my mind is overwhelming to me. So if I can have just one or two things every week to focus on, then often that's about all I have the capacity to do at once. So what we're going to suggest for you to do this week is to watch when your mind complains. Because it's going to do it. Yeah. 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 And so that's the first step, right? Wow, here I am complaining again. Ah, take a deep breath, you know, just raise your energy back up with a breath maybe. And what I like to do is to then think of something I can be grateful for instead. You know, can we maybe think of some real life examples? Like perhaps you're working at home, right? You yeah. think that, you know, you're too close to the snack room, you're all on your own. Well, and you then know. I get really frustrated with the job and I realize I'm complaining and I'll be like, oh, thank goodness I'm not in the office. Thank goodness I'm not somewhere where they can hear me cussing at the screen and giving them the bird over and over again. Um, you know, there's a certain amount of privacy that I have yeah. from this setup, and that's a benefit. I like that part. Sure, And sure. you just think about what are the parts. It's, it's a mix, and which side of the mix am I looking at? And when I'm yeah. complaining, I'm looking at the side that makes me less energetic and less happy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then right now I've had a little injury, and so I've been at home a whole lot. And, you know, I love to be outside running around and hiking, and I can't do that right now. So whenever I feel myself getting whiny about it, I just switch it to, yeah, but I'm getting so many chores around my house completed, and I'm doing these podcasts and and all of this. And Julia doesn't understand, but all of her friends are like, wow, Julia's in one place long enough. I can go see her. I can go visit. And people have been enjoying being able to stop by. It's true. Yeah, we've had a lot of visitors the last three weeks while I've been laid off, and it's been really lovely, actually. So, so yeah, so that's that. That's the trick for me is to try and raise my energy back up with a positive thought instead. Um, and it's a practice, and I find I do it multiple times throughout the day because this mind keeps yapping at me. Yeah. 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 So that's the first tool for you guys, watching your complaining minds. You're going to have a lot of fun with that one. Um, and, and watch your energy levels too, you know, because... I, my brow furrows, oh, you know, I get really sort of, you know, literally your shoulders shrug up and you contract. And we want to feel, when I feel great, how do you feel when you feel grateful? What do you notice in your body? Oh. Uh, shoulders drop, definitely yeah. that. And also just less tension everywhere. I carry tension yeah. in my core and yeah. I just sort of like, it's okay. I don't, nothing bad is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And there's these good things to be grateful for. 
Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, I don't know, I get, I get warm from the inside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you guys can check out what happens to you. Watch yourself, watch your energy, and then see how you can change it. So I love that. I love simple things, you know. I think if they're simple, we can do them. If, if we overwhelm with too much, too much mindfulness all at once, it's never going to happen. So, yeah, so that's, um, that's the first thing. And then the second thing we want to talk to you guys about is this idea of feeling good enough and feeling worthy and feeling deserving. Because this is huge, isn't it? That's a big piece. And no matter how long I've been studying, that's a very core piece Mm -hmm. is where I feel I'm not enough. And, And then the voice in the head says... You're not you're not pretty enough for this dress. You know, you're you're not smart enough for this project. Those people are rolling ahead. And it then I then I can't then I'm less able to do it. It's like what I say becomes so mm-hmm. because I'm saying these negative things to myself and then it's harder for me to actually meet the challenge that's in front of me. Yeah. And the point of a challenge is that it's challenging, but when you actually achieve it, mm-hmm. that's a really good thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, finding a way to like, hmm, how do I stop that? Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is when I know when I don't feel like I'm worthy or good enough, I try to always mask that because I don't I want to show my best self to the world. So I mask it with, uh, stra- we all have strategies, you know, um, maybe we try to sound, um, maybe we talk too much to try to sound smart, smarter than we think we are. I don't know. What's your, what's your strategy? Do you have a... When you use if if I feel like I'm not you know I'm not worthy I'm doing is I I'll become my inauthentic self and um, I'll just hide hide I won't yeah. I won't try to be with what's going on mm-hmm. yeah yeah absolutely so hiding but I mean we all have our own our own strategies around all this and um, you've probably got your favorites. And unfortunately, this is like a core wound for so many of us when we just don't feel worthy because it tends to sabotage our lives in so many ways. Well, that's, that's, my, that's so. most people. It's like, okay, I don't feel worthy. Well, let me take a drink. Hey, I'm on top of the world. That was why cocaine was so popular. It made you feel like you were the greatest. And, yeah. you know, and, and getting into relationships that are toxic or hopping into bed with somebody, you're, you're trying to, like, tell yourself you're worthy. You're trying to get that feeling of, of mm-hmm. elation and then make that evidence that you're worthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> Only a few seconds behind the reality of the conversation, <laughs> but it occurred to me. No, it's good. It's good. So, yeah. So, like, I wonder whether right now you guys can fill in the blank where the sentence is, I would feel good enough if... So think of those situations where you don't feel worthy or good enough. It could be in a relationship. It could be at your job or with your family. Who knows? But I would feel good enough if... And then fill in the blank. Maybe it's if I were smarter, if I were prettier, who knows. But think what that is. And then breathe in the feeling of it. Just feel like it's already happened. You are that. It's happened already. Imagine it, feel it. It's, this is faking it till you make it, but there's a value to this. And just notice... Again, how you feel. Do you feel, I mean, I was just immediately thinking about this. I feel uplifted. My chest is open. My heart's more open. And I feel better. Yeah. Even though the mind has its opinion, you can bypass it. Go to, 
drinking in the feeling of, I'm already enough. And so here's the trick. So knowing that you can do that, when those thoughts and thoughts come up that I'm not good enough, just simply go to the feeling. Go back to that feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And it, again, this isn't easy because you have to keep using that witness to catch yourself. And practice having that feeling. I mean, it, it's sort of like therapy teaches you to think about a situation and stop being in the negative and in pain about it. Mm-hmm. You get to a point where you can be okay. And it's like, well, this is practicing when you are complaining, feeling gratitude and trying to heal the 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 part inside that feels like it's not enough. And I have to do that practice multiple times a day. Yeah, For me, I have to really, when I, if I, I would like just be so happy to know I'm doing okay at work. I don't have to be the best, but I need to know that I'm doing okay. And if I got some praise from my boss, it would be tremendous. And Julia said this and I started thinking about, okay, well, if I got some praise, how would that feel? And it would be like, I, I can relax and I'd be better at my job because I wouldn't be so stressed. And yeah. I just try to really remember, okay, you're good at this. You're good enough and you're doing fine and feel that feeling and then try to take that into the work and the stress. Mm -hmm. And I have to do it several times because I can't just, you know, the first time I try, it's like, I'm not getting this feeling at all. Well, it's not working. But they say, you know, neurons that fire together, wire together, Mm -hmm. and you need to practice Mm -hmm. having the feeling of Mm -hmm. I am enough. This is sufficient. And you might even write this down. You know, if if it is a workplace situation, write down, um, I feel good enough when, whatever it is, and then just keep it in front of you. And just every time, if you're feeling yourself go down a little bit and the unworthiness tape starts to play, just, just look at that and go, oh, yeah, I can feel differently. It's a choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for lots of people, writing things down is a good way to anchor a concept in your brain and to read it over. I Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll put affirmations on my mirror in the bathroom, and it's been helpful. Yeah. You know, what am I thinking during the day? Well, I'm going to think this positive thing. Mm-hmm. They do work, but you have to keep practicing and repeating. And you'll find eventually those negative thoughts will just start to not necessarily disappear completely, but they'll become less and less, and maybe one day they are gone. Well, and then you can be conscious. You hear the negative thought, and you can identify, oh, that's really, that's me just telling myself I'm not enough here. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I was made the way I am, and I am enough, and so that's a false thought. It's not serving Mm -hmm. me, and so try to work with that, and another friend I have says, put that, put those thoughts in the trash can. Just imagine you're trashing it. And then, like Karen said before about this idea of a council, you know, pick up a different mic from someone else's in your own personal council. Who's more your cheerleader? Well, we've all seen a council where there's all these different views, and sometimes there's just one one note Sam who's always, but it's going to not work, and here's why, blah, 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 blah. Well, you have that in your head, Mm -hmm. and you can say, nope, sorry, the rest Mm -hmm. is going to make the decision. Yeah. to choose where you put the emphasis. Yeah. So play with that, you guys. Play with yeah. these tools. Be aware of this part of you that is watching your thoughts. And I really would love to hear from you if this is helping you. Because I do think these are two two of the most useful tools that we have in terms of some really basic good jnana pieces that um, have helped me and helped Karen and helped so many people. If you, the, even if you just if you get these two pieces, it will actually change your life. 
It really will. Especially in COVID. Mm -hmm. I mean, that so many of us can fall into complaint and to stay in gratitude, you're just helping your yourself be positive and Mm -hmm. you know what you what you focus on gets bigger. And so that will the better will get bigger. But the whole thing of what do I feel enough? So many of us you know, am I failing my family? Am I failing my work? It just feels like it's all hard. Yeah. And you need to be on your own side. Yeah. Listen to that. what's happening. Be on your own side. That's beautiful. Thank yeah. you for that, Karen. Yeah. All right, everyone. So I hope that's been useful for you. And I thank Karen so very much for joining me this morning and sharing wisdom and yana yoga. Now you know there's a different form of yoga, not just Hatha yoga movement. So at least there too, you've learned something new, I hope. And we will see you all next time.